0: Welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we talk practical advice to live a Christian life. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm glad you're here. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have Carter Allen back with us. It is so exciting to have you back. It has been a while since you've been on, babe.
1: It is. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, I just had a lot of other VIPs I had to get I on. I know. But... I'm like,
1: the, I'm like s- scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs>
0: You are available, although (laughs) it's hard to find time with us both together without children. That's true. So it is what it is. So as you all know, we have been diving into mindset in March, and I wanted Carter to come on to talk about some things that we have been through. We are actually big into mindset. I feel like in our life in general, we both try to keep a good mindset. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think what I want we try to say is... to keep is, a good one versus we, a bad one. <laughs> we try to keep each other accountable. And both of us, I feel like, try to stay positive in our life, I feel. So, but today I was thinking about times in our life that we were really challenged in our mindset and truly had to, I mean, it was just a real struggle for us. And we've had many of those times. But tonight I thought it might be kind of fun to talk through our time when we went through our house fire and kind of the months after that of the things we went through that were just really stressful and really we had a lot of
1: opportunity you you think you when you were thinking about this you thought this would be fun like a fun one
0: (laughs) don't you think it'd be so fun like maybe
1: insightful or like (laughs) interesting for us to go this is what Haley
0: calls fun fun you know this about me (laughs)
1: You know this about me. Let's go back to one of our darkest days, and let's (laughs) talk about it. That'll be fun.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's fun when it all works out. So, in 2016, we had a house fire. After five months of remodeling our house, our house caught on fire. And it was very, very frustrating that that happened. And shocking. And shocking. You were home, babe, with the kids, and our internet router caught on fire and yeah one thing led to another and our house was
1: burning oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really was and so one of our rooms like was ash like piles of ash and the rest of the house looked like something i had never seen before like Light
1: bulbs melted out of the ceiling everything was
0: melted ash everywhere and it was bizarre it was bizarre everyone was fine it was during the day thankfully and you got the kids out i actually wasn't home but was able to come home even before the firefighters got there so um it was a really interesting experience to say the least
1: mm-hmm.
0: Car- carter agrees with the statement agreed <laughs> um so, but specifically, we weren't going to dive in deep on the fire, or what happened or anything, because what I really want to talk about is what happened about an hour after the fire. <laughs> so when something like this happens for us, you know, everybody was safe and we knew that. So there was just a lot of like... Like, our family started showing up. The firefighters were still there. And everybody kind of started gathering at our home, like, in our yard. And, of course, it takes a while for the firefighters to put stuff out. So, it just becomes kind of an event. Like, we're all just standing around talking, kind of like a funeral or something. Like, it was really strange. Yeah. And.
1: Yeah, it definitely feels like a loss.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was like, like uh, nobody knows what to say, but you're kind of joking still, but you're yeah. kind of having moments where you're sad. Of course, this would have been all completely different if somebody was injured oh. or something. I mean that's, yeah, of course. So we can't really understand what that would have been like. However, an hour, two hours later, I don't know, after we had our fire, we were, I was in the front yard, and I saw a man that I don't know walk, like, pull up to our house and walk it like in the front of the house and was asking like where who where you were and i didn't know who this person was and i was just you know you kind of watch and see and like i don't know who that is so well our house we have glass big glass doors in our living room and our front door was open actually i think it was burned or something i don't know but i just remember standing in the front yard looking through our front door out our glass doors And I saw you in the backyard talking to this guy who I did not know who it was. But all of a sudden, this, because we had kind of, we were in shock, but we had, we weren't like upset or anything. I mean, and I remember looking at you and you looked like almost like sick. And the guy talking to you looked almost sick. (laughs) And I'm thinking, I don't know who this is, but it seems as if I need to figure out what's going on because these men look sick. (laughs) And so I walked around the house. You know, I couldn't even walk through the house. I walked around the house and I introduced myself and you said, this is our insurance guy. (laughs) I'm like, oh, well, nice to meet
1: you. After the firefighters had come and they were getting stuff put out, I had called him and yeah. like told him like hey our house caught on fire so I guess we're going to put in a claim and so yeah he said that he would he wanted to come yeah, and visit with us
0: Right. so what did he tell you that day Carter <laughs> what did he bring to your attention Carter Allen
1: well won't get too much in the specifics the details of insurance lingo but The short story is that our house and contents were not fully covered. We had been working on our house, so we had a construction type of policy. Because
0: when we got that policy, we actually didn't live in the house. Right. We lived in another house that we were fully insured on. Right. But we moved from that house. when We moved into this house.
1: So what he was basically saying is that we do have insurance, but it's not going to be enough to cover everything. (laughs) And then we became ill.
0: (laughs) And then that was when the sad faces came
1: up. He was probably sick when he came. Yeah. And I'm very happy he came. That was very kind.
0: Yeah. And it really was. Like, I will never forget that moment because I kind of felt like a pit. Because... We had been in this kind of lightheartedness, and like I said, I was talking to people up in the front yard. we were, I like you know me, Carter. I'm just a, like I start joking, kind of an awkward time. So it's, that like it's
1: like your nervous tick. <laughs> yeah, you start it's like I'm like jokes. making comments,
0: jokes, and I just remember seeing your guys's face, and it made me really worried. Like what's going on? And then when I talked to you, it was crazy because on this guy, on our insurance guy's face and on your face all i could see was failure like sickness though like deep sick failure <laughs> like like devastation mm-hmm. you know and
1: yeah, i and remember I think, and I think a part of it too was like like it just happened so there's a little bit of shock factor probably for him and we had and been talking about
0: insurance like people were like well, you you have insurance right and of course we're like uh yeah, of course <laughs> It doesn't have house insurance. But it's it just like, something we always—you
1: just have. Yeah, being kind of in a state of shock, and then hearing the news, like like your mind understands what is being said, but but it, you, you can't—it's almost like you don't understand. It. Can't yeah. figure yeah. out like okay, okay, so what is. But you don't have the energy or whatever to be like, get into, okay, well, what do we do? Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it was one of those times in my life that I just remember feeling so strongly. God almost just saying, Haley, do not think about how you feel right now. And you need to look at these men and tell them some truth because they are... I mean, just devastated. Just, I mean, I just felt like that for both of you. And I remember putting my hand on your shoulder and my hand on his shoulder. And I said, here's the thing. I said, we either believe in God or we don't. And we believe he will take care of us or he won't. And I, I know God and he will take care of us. And you guys need to not worry about this because we can trust God to get us through it. And... I it was one of those times I felt very confident saying that, but you're also like, please God. <laughs> please, please you know, but but for me at that moment it wasn't about me or anything I was feeling. I just could like you you just looked upset. We kind of we kinda of had a moment and pretty quickly after that everybody dispersed. And I knew pretty quick, like when we had that conversation, we shouldn't tell anyone for a moment. Like you needed a moment, I need so everyone ended up Kind of like your parents took the kids my parents went home everyone just went home and remember babe when we just went into the front yard and we, we just sat on the stump and we just literally looked at our house <laughs> oh yeah for like I an remember. hour like we just sat there i mean
1: it's a beautiful day
0: <laughs> i mean it was so strange we didn't know what to do no and,
1: and it, w- it was sh- i mean it just was shocking you know you're trying there's a hundred different emotions and you're trying to kind of process but you're still kind of in shock like
0: yeah and anyone who's ever had anything unexpected happen to their home in a devastating way like in a situation where it wasn't planned and all of a sudden you couldn't live in it the bizarre part of it that it was the first time I ever experienced was I didn't realize how much at the end of a day like if I have a stressful day or a stressful week I know at the end of the day I'll just be whoo like i can go home get my pajamas on and you just come down from the stress and even if it starts again the next day you get up and you do it this was different because we were done for the day you and i were done Damn. and all we were doing was sitting on a stump because we didn't we couldn't go inside and set they actually told us not even to go in the house and get anything hmm. that night and so it was just bizarre so we ended up going back to my parents house we didn't have the kids and remember we went back to the back bathroom and we were talking and I'll never forget you just looked at me and said babe I I just need to apologize to you like I should have had that taken care of I should have gotten it switched over and that's like it's I should have done it like I should have done better and this is my failure and I don't know. Like, you just felt really heavy with the family. Like, you felt like you failed our family. And I remember that night you said, I just, I just need to apologize to you, you know, because I have put our family in a really bad place. And you said you were sorry. And I remember saying, I don't forgive you because if I had to forgive you, it's me saying that this is your fault. So I'm not saying I forgive you, but I'm just saying, like, we're not doing that. We, at that point in our marriage, had done a lot to get shame out of our marriage and out of our family. And we aren't believers in shame, Mm -hmm. especially during times of failure and mistakes. And I just knew that would be the worst thing I could do for our family would be to place blame and responsibility on you in a way that you had to carry this. And I just knew... You and I had been working so hard on our house, like, Mm -hmm. to remodeling it, it, and it'd be like, that wouldn't be fair of me to say that you didn't care about our family and our home. Mm -hmm. And again, I want to be clear, that doesn't mean I wasn't worried, too, at that moment, like, just unknowns, but I felt this, like, we can't go there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We can't go there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But it became a real mental struggle as we walked through the next few months just because and anyone who's went through anything publicly in life period knows how it is like people say things to you mm-hmm. and one by one we had to let people some people we of course didn't tell everyone but we had to let you know some people in our life know like the situation with the insurance and you, know, you share it with people and you just kind of brace yourself for what people say and i can mm-hmm. remember telling people just even that first night like walking into my parents' house and being afraid. Like, what if they say something that hurts us when we tell them what happened? And thankfully, I can remember them saying, just like, it'll be okay. We'll get it figured out. Don't worry about it. We'll get it figured out. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, like, okay, mom.
1: Someone knows what to do.
0: (laughs) 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 Mommy. (laughs) No, but it is crazy when someone just says... When your life feels like it's falling apart, which I completely understand, like, of things in life like house catching oh, yeah. a fire isn't up right. at the top of falling apart, but it's you know kind of mid range of fall apart. It's serious, yeah, but, serious, yeah, serious. It's important and it's there big, are worse things, that can much worse. But when your life is falling apart, to have someone with you that says you're gonna be okay, it really means a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that all of us can take in mind when we walk life out with people that when you have people going through devastating things to be that voice instead of being that voice, oh no, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna ever recover? Oh my gosh, how did you let this happen? Why didn't you do that? You know, the why, why? Instead of just like, it's okay. We'll get it figured out. You'll Mm -hmm. get it figured out. You can do this. It just is so powerful (laughs) when you are in a vulnerable place. And I can remember during that season, both you and I, we just had so many moments of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and times when people did say the right thing and times when they said the exact thing you did not want to hear or you didn't need to hear. Felt like that was the exact thing you were struggling with. And then you can talk to people and they literally say those words (laughs) and you're like, wow, okay. The the knife's
1: already in your gut and then they like just come and like twist it, (laughs) like, you know. Like not not that, I don't think anyone intended no. to you know hurt us, but no. just they have no idea. Yeah, you know? it's just
0: truly a vulnerable place, and yeah. you're over here. We're both over just like okay, we're doing okay. You know, you do. You have people show up for you in ways that are just oh yeah mind blowing. You know, but mm-hmm. I really wanted to have this conversation tonight to talk just a little bit about the opportunity and the invitation that we all receive when we do go through devastating things to pick the stories that we believe. And that night, that first night, I could have blamed you mm-hmm. and you could have blamed you. And then we could have went down a path that was your problem. And I, that was just a really powerful experience for you and I. And of course, I went on like to have moments that I really stressed about the money side you got it all figured out and six years later everything is okay but we Mm. didn't know that at the time and i just really want to encourage anyone who's in a in a situation right now that you don't know how it's all going to work out or if it's going to work out as you hope or how each step and i think we really learned in many different seasons of our life and experiences that it really is about that taking one step at a time, but recognizing the lies at each step and choosing to believe what God says about us and about the situation instead of believing the things that truly felt like they were just being bombarded on us. And sometimes they were reality. You would find you would get a bill or something and just, Oh my gosh, how is all this going to work out and you just feel panicked. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to almost just walk away from it and come back to that place of, okay God, what it what's going on here? How am I going to How am I going to how are we going to get through this? And just feeling God's goodness to say, "I am going to take care of you." And you either believe that or you don't. Mm-hmm. And it was a really it costly time in our life. Yeah. Not well, just financially. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, and that's something that, you know, I think that we had decided a long time before that, that we do trust God, that he will come through and he will provide for us. And then you have something serious happen and it's not like nothing's changed. And do you believe he will or he won't? But you just can't understand how. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how is this even possible for God? To right. fix, which you know, when right. you say that, it sounds silly, but right. it really is. When you're going through those times, it's you just don't understand how.
0: Well, and when you're having experiences that you're used to having, like if you're at work and you really need God to come through for you with a project, or in your family, or so, and you have these like, oh, we are you know our budget's a little tight, but I need I need God to come through for me. But when you have something you've never been through before. And a lot of people you know have never been through it. And so you don't have that kind of basic knowledge. And we weren't even in our home. We had to live with, you know, we lived with grandma for a while, which was really a wonderful experience. But it was certainly challenging just not to have your home, like your normal life.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: all of a sudden, you feel like you were, you were, you had no say in the fact that one day you were living this life and the next day you're living that life. And so I think that was, a new level of challenge for us in kind of our ex- our life experience of we kn- like we for a long time have decided what we believe for our family, and that wasn't ever really on the line. But implementing those beliefs of we trust God, mm-hmm. period. <laughs> but when you go through something new, you have to look at it and say, do we still believe this? And we did, but it became this like we trust God. But we don't know how this is all going to work out. So it had to become like, we trust God without the plan in place. Yeah, it's and like that's you, it's kind like of a different have, thing.
1: Yeah, it's like you have security in knowing that God will take care of you. But there's so many unknowns that there's still this confusion.
0: It makes you question yourself. Are you just being stupid?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then you would have conversations with people like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, why did you... Why did you guys do that? You should have handled it this way. Have you tried to talk to this person? You should have been. And then then it just takes you down this path of, what are we doing? Like, we're just trusting God. Like He's God makes you feel so vulnerable. I, I mean, I just feel like the things he asks you to just like trust me and take me step by step when I personally and still feel this like, hey, God, I actually feel much more comfortable if you would give me like 10 steps out. Like, I feel that would be better for us both. (laughs) And he's like, no, how about I tell you nothing and I tell you a step at a time? Or maybe just put your foot in the air and I'll tell you where to land (laughs) (laughs) it. Oh my gosh, I am so tired. (laughs) Like, please, just exhausted. I can't do this anymore. I'm too tired. Please and that the whole insurance thing, the fire would have been a journey in itself, but the whole insurance thing and the financial stress side was a whole different journey. And now when I look back, I'm not gonna say anything for you, but when I look back, I'm actually really thankful we went through that side of it. The journey we took through those seven months, you and me being completely, what's the word? What were we? I mean. It's it's not like we stayed in devastation, but just pure exhaustion.
1: Yeah, I mean the bit like I, I, whenever I think about those times, I think of just they were just a grind. Yeah. Like just day by day, moment by moment, like
0: it, it felt like we, we weren't
1: devastated all the time, but all the time we were working to, Not necessarily on our house specifically, but just Mindset. working on our yeah our to perception our mindset focused
0: our, on what we had chosen to believe and we
1: failed it that many times but <laughs> but we were trying we were try-
0: we gave it a good college <laughs> yeah. try
1: yeah and i think that it's definitely one of those experiences probably everybody has experiences that you look back and you say i hope i never have to do that again but i'm thankful absolutely for the um experience like yeah. we learned a lot
0: yeah i completely agree babe and it's kind of cool looking back at our life together over 20 years now of the different things we have been through that like that that were very difficult at the time and i do find it very interesting looking back those are just a long like side of our treasured moments like they yeah. we they just mean so much to us because that's how we've become the family we are now mm-hmm. and that's how we can hold the beliefs that we have.
1: God absolutely came through and absolutely. we didn't lack for absolutely. anything. Um He brought people into our lives that helped with different pieces. I mean we had family and friends that helped with different mm-hmm. parts, we had you know
0: it makes you feel so loved when you're in a vulnerable place and people show up for you. And that would not have needed to be if we would have been able to hire everything because there was so much that we had to do ourselves, which Mm -hmm. of course you, you appreciate it even more when you have to put that time in yourself. And it was very vulnerable time, Yeah. but it truly was a time where for the most part, we felt very loved and supported. And we felt like that was just truly like God and our community, our church Mm -hmm. (laughs) showing up for us. And it's just a really precious time, I feel like, for both of us. But that's just one of those times where we really had to learn mindset and stay focused on what was going on. hmm And in stay our focused. <laughs> yeah,
1: and stay focused on what what's true. Right. What's real, what's true. Because in that time your mind's flooded with all kinds of thoughts and you have to we had to make sure that at the end of the day we were coming back to where our peace was, what's true. What's real and move forward. We're here, we're where we are, and we can't change anything. So we just have to move forward and one step at a time.
0: So true. Love you, babe. Thanks for coming on again.
1: Yep, love you.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, would you mind sharing it with a friend or putting it on your social? If you want to follow me on my social media, it's Redemption Unveiled on Instagram and Facebook or Haley Marie Carter on my personal Instagram. I truly believe you do not have to live stuck in your own life. So use the choices you have to find that freedom you crave. I'll see you next time. Bye.